Okay, okay. Hello. 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 It's Hargo here. It's Hargo. I thought, you know, seeing as I'm recording this audio, why not have some fun? This is a this is a podcast about play and a newsletter about play anyway, so I thought it'd be kind of on brand. Um yeah, anyway, I won't keep doing that. That's just a little little fun thing. Hello, Hako here. What's up? Um I'm doing this as like an audio accompaniment to a newsletter I just wrote because Substack, which I host the Hako newsletter on and which you may be reading or receiving already, it has an audio function where people can apparently listen to it. And I thought, hmm, that sounds a lot like a podcast. And then I thought, hmm, two birds, one stone. Why not record and utilize that feature for my email brethren who would rather use their ears than their eyes, but are also just, I guess, checking their email for some reason. And for my audio listening podcast friends, who I have a few as well, um, who detest reading. So I read for them and I'm here to tell them all about it. So welcome. Whichever platform you're on, whichever dimension you're tuning in from, whichever plane of existence you're enjoying right now, it's great to have you here. Um, In this audio, I will not be reading... I may read parts of the newsletter, that's a lie. I'll probably read little parts, but I'm, this is not an audiobook of a newsletter. What? It's like it's like tweets for audiobooks. That would be crazy. I'm just kind of going to use it as a little launching off pad to talk about the general ideas within it. If you want to read a slightly more focused version of what you're going to hear, you should read the newsletter. It's called Finding Play. Um and it's, a, it's basically an entire newsletter about me, of course. It's my fucking newsletter. I can write about me. Um, but about me being 30, 31. I say 30 because being in my 30s, starting at my 30s, feeling super comfortable creatively, feeling super confident, feeling super... Finding music and art and all that stuff um, the most comfortable and the most fun and the most interesting it's been the whole time. And as I reference in the article itself, you know, I played my first show at the Waimataitai Primary School Social in Timaru um, when I was 13 and I've basically been playing music and making shows since then and somewhere along the way which spoiler alert was probably somewhere around the start of two cartoons being forming until basically I recovered from that halfway through Harko starting I lost that sense of play and that sense of fun now what do I mean by play um I have been reading Rick Rubin's new book. You may have seen him. Rick Rubin, the music producer, lies on the couch with a big beard. Um, uh, Says he has no idea how music works and is just an incredibly successful producer. You've probably seen him popping on lots of interviews, seen his face around. The reason he was doing that is because he was promoting his new book. I believe it's called 
oh god something like on creativity something like that the creative act a way of being a book by rick rubin and i bought that on my kindle um and it's been great it's been a great read it's not for everyone it's very it's almost couched in the language of spirituality and with a little bit of um a little bit of practical advice but f- general advice for creativity not there's no music tips there's no nothing in there there's no stories about um celebrities or musicians he's worked with it's it's the entire premise of the of the book is his idea that creativity is a thing a spiritual thing a big thing that you access by grounding yourself by taking away distractions and by opening yourself up to play and allowing yourself to play and to experiment and um i hasn't it's not that it's been revelatory for me or changed my life but it definitely um spoke to a lot of the things i had arrived at on my own and as you may have seen i am for the first time since uh two cartoons ended many many years ago many moons ago i'm now in a new band we are playing our first show um at the end of march in auckland uh there'll be details about that you can find the newsletter i'll talk about it later on and as there are new experiences new starts it's always a natural time for reflection and this idea of play is what i've been reflecting on so like i said i think through my 20s and i see this as a parallel and something that happens to a lot of people in terms of their creative output or their creativity um it really was locked away and hindered by a mixture of things that happen to everybody challenges that everybody faces like responsibilities jobs um, social life all these things that you know get in the way distract from the real work that it takes to maintain a level of play especially as you kind of grow up and get encrusted with like cynical things or being cool or um you know all those kinds of things but on top of that which is also the case with a lot of creators and a lot of artists there was intense pressure and expectations coming mostly from myself about what at what level and which my creativity should be and how how good it should be and how much of it there should be and and the ironic thing i've i've learnt over the decades since then is those are the things that ironically make it harder and harder to access that play that you need that creativity you know to create and why i'm enjoying creating so much now it's it requires you to almost forget that anything's going to happen after that you know i think that's why as we're younger we're, we're naturally really good at this because we tend to not be very future focused because we don't we haven't learnt that we have to be we kind of just think about what we're doing now what maybe what we're going to eat later on 
potentially once we get into later teenage years what's going to happen in the weekend um that is a much more conducive environment to playing with sounds and playing with ideas and and making music and trying things um it's so much harder when you've come home from and this is obvious but it's still true that it's so much harder when you come home from your nine to five you've got meals to cook maybe you've got um friends or parents that you've organized to catch up with maybe you've got cleaning to do maybe you've got a flat inspection maybe the bins need to be taken yeah you know that all those things like weighing on your brain as well take up space take up energy close your inner world away making it harder to access because there's all the shit that you have to push through to get there um and that's all without adding more pressure or more expectations onto you. And and if those pressure and expectations that I described as putting myself sound familiar, it's because that's also traditionally what comes from the business side of music. Um, a lot of pressure and a lot of expectations, not always um, intentionally produced or pushed by the music industry, but it's kind of insinuated um the same way that the kind of soft power of capitalism is kind of insinuated that like there hey it's the market there's winners and losers you don't want to be a loser i'm a winner listen to me cuz i'm i have a certain social signifier or i'm working at a certain institution so i am a winner so you should listen to me you know and part of what i go in into the article is something that i do think about a lot um, which is, you know, young people, like I said, they tend to start doing things and kick off things for fun, for play. They tend to be really true and authentic and not laden with all these other considerations. And they play lots of shows. They play with their friends. They play to their friends. Um, a lot of buzz gets created from that the audiences grow from that because it's authentic and it's real and there's this really um consistent dynamic in the music industry where that process plays out to the point where that group of young people um arrive on some kind of scene or some kind of um stage where now slightly more serious music people are into them, uh, um, aware of them, want to maybe manage them, want to maybe book them shows, want to maybe sign them to a development deal or a real deal. And those things happen. And over the next two years, the shows really dry up. The songs um, coming out seem to dry up. The kind of fun basically the atmosphere and 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 the things that went into building the whole first part of whatever this act or this band is now that completely stops for all those other things and i think um more cynical or less understanding people would just be like that's the music industry uh it fucks it's not good it fucks people up and that's not necessarily true. That's It's a bit of a low-resolution version of it. What it is 
I think though is still really sad, which is those kids or those young people uh, who have gone to where they are because they're creative, which means they're in touch with their inner world and playing and can access this grounded, creative side of themselves. Very suddenly, just from doing what they like, find external pressures very quickly heaped on top of them and heaped on top of them by authority figures that make those pressures um, seem more legitimate. And that's things like, you know, you've got to play the right shows. We've got to do this to impress this person. Um, you know, we want to get your streams up, so we've got to make it the right song because we've got to get it on radio and this doesn't seem like the right song. You know, these kids are writing songs, but they're not all coming out because someone's going, this isn't the right song for right now. I don't like the mix. Let's maybe get someone else to mix it because they mixed another. There'll be, I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this cringing at how they've heard all these words before. I mean, I've seen, you know... I've worked at cafes where a lot of the people who go to the cafes in the music industry don't necessarily know, like don't know who I am, of course, because I'm not in the music industry. And I sit and watch these people who I usually have some idea that they're with some kind of institution and the young band who I most mostly know. And it's these people just talking at these young people the whole time. And I get I get like Nam flashbacks back to when I was the one in the chair. Um nodding along while someone talked to me, some stuff that just made s complete sense, but only because it came out of their mouths. If someone on the street said that stuff to me, and obviously if anyone said that stuff around me now, I'd be like, that's crazy. I'm just going to keep writing songs and putting out songs. But yes, here we are. So I think about that quite a lot, and I actually see a lot of that in my journey through two cartoons, and some of the feelings that I am working through that I had about that band and the kind of music that came out of it and, you know, that tendency to be so hard on yourself and have such, the, essentially the tide over of those expectations that created that situation for me in two cartoons slowly realizing that some of them are still there tainting my view looking back on it because and I and I just mean creatively because socially and um, life-wise that was such a great period of my life but it, you know it's not something I'm not rushing around trying to play um, better coast for people anymore or all those things you know my taste has really moved on and but also part of it is this thing where I'm like uh, there's it's it's tainted with my own self-flagellation back there if I may say and so yeah that's why I like to kind of you know not be a contrary voice to young musicians or young people but it is important to know that there is as quickly as you can that there are many many ways to um, one be creative and be fulfilled without anything to do with a business or money at all. But two, if you do want to get into the business and money, that there are always costs and benefits to everything. And when you're young and developing, I think 
it's really beneficial to be making and experimenting and failing as much as possible to learn what you want as quickly as possible, which is really how we get to me arriving in my 30s and only now just kind of feeling creatively that I ha- I know what I I have a sense of what I like and, and 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 then an ability to kind of make it happen to get it from my brain and onto a computer or onto the page or whatever and then kind of an idea on how I then take that music and get it out to people and the kind of people that I, like all of these things it took me and I'm obviously quite clearly obsessed with music and the music industry and I've like I said I've been playing since I was 13 on a record label in London in my early 20s all of this stuff and only now now I am a slow learner <laughs> and a dumbass yes it's true um but it still makes me feel like I I I I wish I had something and I say this in the newsletter spoiler um that I wish why am, why am I talking about this because I wish that me at 20 21 could hear or read something like this and just take myself and my music a little bit less seriously and by doing that I would open myself up to more play which would actually allow me you know more creativity um and yeah I think that that's an important message starting a new band um got me thinking about a lot of this stuff because it's been the opposite of all those things getting in um the rehearsal space with Jamie and Karen from Sports who were actually you know they're both from Timaru and they played in the two cartoons live band and they were Karen was in the same band as me when we were 13 playing at our school social we did um covers of ACDC tracks and then <laughs> Vertigo by U2 great and Jamie was in the other band that played that night who um were another three piece but they were they did uh Blink 182 and and uh Green Day songs so obviously we had all the bases covered at that social <laughs> um and it's just been great we 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 were in we we did took our tunes we did sports together and the feeling now is how much more relaxed and intentional it is all being older and getting back into the room kind of with a clean slate and unsu- well surprisingly i guess coincidentally um the music's been coming really freely really really it's sounding really true to what we want it's not being labored over we're having a lot of fun doing it we feel excited about doing it all and it's just a funny thing that the music industry and the music space is so obsessed with making it so hard just to carry on doing what you're doing when you're young and doing it and distracting you with all these things as if you can't distract yourself on your own. And then when people get to, they get burnt out by the time they get, maybe before my age, unless they've like made it or got sucked into the system, they get burnt out. And right at the time when they may actually be coming into their own, a lot of people have the feeling that they are done. They, they've got to get a real job. Um, the pressures in my life are more important to me now than the creativity of music. Um, 
hopefully those people have, you know, cr- creativity can be found everywhere in your life. So hopefully those people are finding it in their, um, in the pockets of their life. They've still got that there, which I'm sure they are. But yeah, it's interesting to be here at my age and only now just feeling like, yeah, this is really cool. I think this is really going well and I'm really excited for it. Um, yeah. And that's not something that is really talked about that much. Um, and we all know people who are super, you know, it's it's a it's a priority for them to be stable financially or to, um, you know, have these other values. And so they work jobs and they prioritize that. But there's a whole lot of people who actually fucking hate that but feel like maybe they can't do these other things um, because of their age or I don't know. Because because gigs are on at eleven o'clock at night, which is a problem. <laughs> which is a problem. Um but yeah. I hope those people in the future can kind of re engage with themselves and play and, and 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 I think that expectation of like I have to turn this into a job or I can't just have a thing I'm spending all this money and time on and not get anything back from, well, that's everything that's you thinking about everything but play and creating you know why not just why not just play around man and see what happens that's kind of what i say and and as as i you know as i put into the newsletter it's not just music i've been you know self-scanning my face and manipulating it on some um some free like photoshop ripoffs called photo p and really enjoying that like actually um, expressing myself visually which I've never really felt like I have with any of my other projects that's been really cool you know I took I've got a couple of new digital cameras thanks to um, well, well one from my stepdad which is really cool and um, just one I found on trade me and I've been taking those on my post in a walks and taking like noticing trees and you know it's creativity is something you can bring into all parts of your life and I do find it as a very um, positive momentum upwards you know once you start allowing these things into your life they do build up and everything becomes a lot more fun and a lot more a lot more easy there you go now this is the last part and hang on if I just this, this is the this last, last part. part. <laughs> <laughs> um, that new band. I've got a new band, yeah. It's called Fodder. Um, F-O-D-R, but it's pronounced Fodder. Um, and it's me, Jamie, and Karen. Um, it's kind of like... It's, it's very based on kind of heavier rock, post-rock stuff, Chicago-American stuff, a little bit of like you know, Dunedin-y, New Zealand-y kind of stuff as well. Um, there's some fast songs, there's some there's some slow songs. It's It's got, but it's it's got lots of guitars. Well, me playing guitar, but it's very, and lots of bass, lots of drums. And it's really fun. It's really exciting. The whole plan with the band is just to continuously create and write songs. And when we want to, play live and show those new songs off we will i'd say at the rate we're writing and and creating at the moment that will be pretty frequently um 
there's a lot of different music industry things i'm going to use it as a vehicle to kind of try out which i'm really excited about um like releasing the recordings of the live shows to for free to the people that came along and maybe also to subscribers for the band or something like that um because we're not going to be playing the same set over and over so they're going to become not one-offs but every one of them will be slightly different which i'm really excited about and we just want to write a lot record a lot put out a lot and just keep moving and enjoying and growing and yeah it's a really exciting time so if you want to if you want to come see us and you live in the Auckland area, you're going to be up around Auckland. It's March the 25th at Underground in New Zealand. <laughs> of course in New Zealand. At the Underground venue in New Zealand. Is, that's why I said that. It's in their like, social media links. I've been staring at social media for the last fucking week, feels like. Um, bring MySpace back, but just for bands? That's what I think. Like No one else invited, just musicians and bands um, for MySpace. Let's make it happen. Um we can live in, we can leave Instagram for the health and wellness uh, industry. Um, but yeah, twenty uh, fifth of March, Saturday night, all ages welcome. Fifteen dollar tickets on under the radar. Twenty dollars on the door. It's us and a couple of brand new bands from Dunedin, um, Hoha and uh, Crime Hospital, um, which is members of Riot Gull and Night Lunch, and they're up to see Black Midi on the Sunday night. So I was like, holy heckers, let's put on, I want to see you guys play. Let's put on a show. And then I was like, why don't we just play as well? So yeah, that's what's happening. Um, again, if you want to, uh, follow what I'm doing, the best place is just to sign up for that newsletter, which you can find in all of my social media links, that link tree thing. It's got all the shit in there, but I think it's just harco.substack.com. Um, is where you can find that you can you know that's probably the best place um it's my own little corner of the internet until i have a little website for myself so if you've listened this far thank you so much for listening um i appreciate you i hope that you're finding creativity in your life with your dinners or with um something visual or something audio or maybe in like with your friendships or your your romances, you know, um, it just you know open yourself up, try and try and create spaces in your day or in your life um, where you don't. There's no consequences to forgetting all your responsibilities and see what happens in those moments. That would be my advice, and that is it. I will see you next time. Stay out of trouble and keep hydrated. Your boy.